You're listening to Lather Talk with your hosts, John Shea and Gerard Gustillo. Well, listeners, welcome back to another episode of Lather Talk. We have two very special guests for you. First, I'd like to introduce a guest host uh, for Gerard as Gerard is traveling. So I'd like to welcome Nate from Instagram's BBS Live. Nate, welcome. Thank you for sitting in the guest host spot. Oh, for sure, man. Dude, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm prepared. <laughs> he uh, is prepared. Creek, yeah, for years. the sorry for the audio <laughs> listeners. That was Knob Creek 12 year. I got Cheers. my uh, whiskey wisdom <laughs> glass. Cheers. Cheers. I got my water. <laughs> and I have about um, I have six gentlemen nod soaps right by me that I can show off. So. Oh, excellent. Okay, I, I do love that you kind of knew the assignment and brought some visual aids. So. Uh, I have it also here on the screen. Again, uh, you can follow Nate and Mel live on, uh, sorry, when they're live on Instagram at bbs.live. So that's why. And Brandon. And Brandon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brandon. No, but that's okay because that just happened on Thursday. So, so yeah, Brandon. It was just made official. official. Longtime collaborator and now official part of the show, Brandon Shaves. So, uh, congrats, Brandon. The best hair of BBS Live. (laughs) That is true. That's true. That's right. The best hair of BBS Live. Mm -hmm. And that voice you heard there, (laughs) the voice you heard there is our main guest for today. We have Chris from Gentleman's Nod. Chris, welcome to the show. So good to have you on Lather Talk. Thanks so much, John. Uh, Just excited to be here. And uh, yeah, just excited to kind of share a little bit more about uh, what we do and uh, just uh, get to know your audience and um, talk to you guys a little bit. Awesome. Well, again, we're, we're so happy to have you. Uh, just to kick things off, do you think you could give us kind of a little intro to Gentleman's Knot for someone who uh, you know, might be new to wet shaving or just not familiar uh, with, with the company? So we've been in operation actually since uh, we started just before the end of uh, 2018. So we've been around for a little while now. We didn't really officially kind of launch out there into the more public space until April of 2019. And that was with uh, Big Shave Southwest, um, an event that's put on, uh, well, that used to be put on. Uh, we haven't had one in quite a while now, but uh, by Phoenix Shaving out there in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just a great introduction to kind of when we first started. And, um, you know, basically, you know, my, my goal is, uh, you know, I, I've been, I guess I've been making soap for about seven years or so now, but um, really introduced um, our products and our soaps uh, in 2019. But um, as time has gone on, we've kind of focused more on the fragrance side of things and kind of let that lead the way. Um, we, you know, certainly want to make sure that we have the best products that we possibly can in both the you know, shaving space, um, you know, the beard space, but also that are kind of unique in terms of fragrance offerings. Um, We do all of our own original fragrances and really try to, you know, bring something unique and excellent uh, there to the marketplace. Your base is no slouch, so. I mean, your fragrances are great, but your base is uh, top tier as well, so. Thank you. I'm slightly obsessed there as well it's i think once you get to meet i mean i think a a lot of artisans are really this way too they you know it's just um sometimes people have to tell me just stop just it's 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 (laughs) as far as the as far as the tinkering goes yes yes but i think a lot of us are you know kind of you know creative and um tinkerers and creative at heart and you know that lends itself to you know, constant innovation and, um, which can be good, but at the same time, it's like, there, there's a point where it's like, yeah, you just need to let it go for a while. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, but are you based out of Omaha, Nebraska? We are. Uh, so I'm born and raised in Southern California. I actually lived in Southern California for almost my entire life. I mean, most of my life at this point, we've been, uh, back in Omaha here for, 
I guess maybe 13 or so years. But okay. um, I, I, I mean, not to give away my age or anything like that, but most of my life has been in Southern California. Yep. Gotcha. And what, so what uh, first brought you out, out to the area then from, um, and made the move? Uh, I met a little, little lady in San Diego who <laughs> is a Nebraska, Nebraska native. And, uh, we, uh, ended up moving back, uh, here as her, her family was kind of all moving back to the Omaha area and, okay. you know, looking to start a family and that kind of thing. And cost of living is a little bit cheaper and oh Omaha. yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> oh i bet oh, yeah, yeah i bet we had a house uh just outside of la at the time um and we're like we start a family and you know maybe one of us doesn't work how is this going to work so mm -hmm. yeah right okay awesome uh well so uh Thanks for tackling that question. I know sometimes it could be various reasons, but you know, to, to move for a loved one, it's so great to hear. That being said, what do you miss most about California? Oh, you know what? I so I love the beach. I mean, I mm. I mean, I you know, most people can tell by looking at me. I I look like a Southern California boy. I mean, that's really what I am. I'm blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, grew up surfing, that kind of thing. So, uh, the, the ocean hands down, not too many oceans around here. If you're familiar with our, uh, geography yeah. here in the United States, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ocean, are you, um, I forget if we've talked about food in the past and just in our, you know, in our personal conversations, but like any major food, cause I mean, man, like, especially LA area, uh, oh, you know, time, I know, we, I know. We talked about like Korean barbecue for uh, mm -hmm. for whatever reason oh. it came up. But is there? I mean, the Mexican. How's the Mexican food comparatively? <laughs> so, in general, the Mexican food here in Omaha. I mean, it's just not even like in the same ballpark as oh. Southern California. Um, I, was I was afraid that was the answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have very small pockets in uh, South Omaha. Um, mm -hmm there's a large Hispanic population there and they actually okay. do have some pretty fantastic, um, Mexican food, but outside of that, uh, uh, nope, <laughs> it's bad. So, so Chris, uh, I, I did want to mention, I remember when you guys kind of first hit the scene and kind of the buzz, and I'm curious if any of this feedback, like the early feedback made it back to you. Cause, uh, I, I want to say like a good chunk of at least the circles I ran in were, like wary of because how slick like your presentation was as far as labels go you know, you know like you had like you had your template down so it wasn't anything flashy but you know like it was definitely well designed uh the color you know branding colors out oh, nate is holding up a tub of earnest and it, of course packaging you know packaging has changed and evolved over time but uh yeah so like right out the gate it's like it was very polished, Chris, and I'm, I'm sure you know this because you spent time <laughs> developing that. But did that feedback ever get to you where like, uh, you know, like wet shavers were like, oh, I don't know about this gentleman's nod. <laughs> no, you know what? It's really interesting. So I, I mean, I don't know how much this tells about me either, but I didn't have an Instagram account until I started the account for gentleman's nod. Okay. So in general, um, you know, I'm not super familiar with social media, that kind of thing. So, um, you know, when I started my wet shaving journey, I was on the forums a little bit. I mean, this is, this goes back years ago, but, um, so, but in general, there's, there's just so many different communities in wet shaving. Um, I, I, I would say that I, I didn't have any conception of that at that time. And even now, um, you know, there's, say newer reviewers come on the scene and, you know, we'll mention in a video or something kind of um, just what the general consensus is on our products or um, just kind of what people are saying. And I'm like, hmm, I, I'm glad to hear that, but I, I haven't heard that. <laughs> so definitely, definitely no. So no. And th th again, this is when you first launched too. So <laughs> I just I just try to keep my head down and work and do the best. Yeah. Do the best, you know, bring the best products out that I can possibly bring. That's what I do. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I'm pretty yeah. old school, man. 
Well, you so you mentioned the forums. Uh, yep. I assume kind of like Badger and Blade or like Dan Fine Shade, like one of the kind of one. So of those? I mean, so I, I was on Badger and Blade for a little while, not not a ton. Um, mm-hmm. So Shave Nook. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, I guess um, even even one that was a smaller one called the Shave Den. Like, oh, yeah. like, I, sure, I don't, sure. I think it was pretty early after they, I don't remember when exactly they started. So I was really heavy into them kind of, I don't, I don't think they had been around that long. Um, but then the shave nook, um, quite a bit. I did, I did like a series on, um, evaluating fragrances, um, from oh, a couple cool. artisans, like way, way back when, I mean, this is like when Mike's first came out and yeah. Oh, okay. Oh God. That was so like, <laughs> yeah, they, like they was fifteen, seventeen. Yeah, um, further back. No, it was before that. Um, yeah, Mike's, okay, Mike's been, been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. two thousand eleven or twelve, I thought. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Maybe, I think I did not I, go I, far I, back. I, in the, yeah, yeah. I think I would have done that probably. Um, yeah, eleven or twelve, twelve, something like that. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, I know. I started wet shaving in thirteen, and I know Mike's natural was was a around thing before that. Okay, because he, yeah, there he's a. He's an OG, as he, Mel said. He's an yeah, OG. He's an OG. So. Well, I, I asked about the forums, not so much to like know where you were hanging around, but like God, we don't want to assume that uh, sometimes the soap, soap makers, fragrance folks, aren't necessarily wet shavers. But that's not the case here. Like, uh, like <laughs> you, you, you use the, uh, you use safety razors. I remember, uh, I think when you were tra- straight razors, like what's what's your preference as far as your personal shaves? So. I would say my personal shaves now at this point, I, I typically use um, a single edge or double edge razor. Um, I, I'll i use straight razors on occasion, um, but don't use them. I, there was a period of time where I used them a lot more regularly, but mm-hmm. um, I, I typically use uh, single edge or double edge uh, razors at this point. Oddly enough, like, the, the razor that I've been using the most recently is, is probably not even like, you know, your typical artisan, like uh, razor that everyone's excited about or anything like that. But um, I got it for travel and I just, I used it the whole time I was on vacation in Florida and just fell in love with it. It was the um, uh, Leaf's Thorn. Oh, oh no. Nice. That's a bomber. I, that's the It's just so amazing. easy. It's so it's easy. Best. It's the best leaf razor. Yeah. I mean, and really for travel, is. it was fantastic. I mean, yeah, yeah. So yep. for, for for someone not so familiar, I'm talking about myself uh, <laughs> with the leaf offerings. Which one is the thorn? It's the uh, it's the one that's made for. Um, I mean, it's a single edge, um, so it's you can only put one uh, one of the half safety razor blades in there. Not, okay, you know the three like the other one. Um, yeah, but it's, gotcha. it's also the one that's a little bit stiffer, um, made more for face shaving versus leg shaving. It's a good um, head shaver too. Very good head shaver. Oh, I um, will never know about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so keeping John, the hair, it's the, it's the twig, but the more aggressive version. So they called it the thorn. Oh, thank Okay. Thank so, you. Yeah. yeah. What I like about it also is, um, you know, every once in a while, this actually happened this week, but every once in a while I get lazy and not shave for, you know, the good part of a week. And I'll just, you know, just mow things down with that too, actually, believe it or oh. not. Yeah, it's, it, it is really a, a great razor. Everyone should probably, you should probably have one, John, if you haven't tried one. Because they're not, they're not that expensive. I think it's like 50, 50, 60. I know you have a ton of stuff. I know you're trying no, to buy no, no, I was going to say Folks have been telling me to to give it a try, and it's I think on the lesser expensive for both. side. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like I fifty think, or sixty bucks. I believe they're based in Connecticut too, so they're in the New England area. So I kind of, yeah. kind of, I should like, you know, what I mean, like show yeah. some love to like local artisans and whatnot. So I'll I'll add it, especially with uh, Chris's uh, endorsement there. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say they were actually at that Big Shave Southwest that we went oh. to when we started it was either that year or the year because be- we went to the one the year before and didn't yeah. have our products there I, I can't remember which one it was but they were they were there so okay yeah. cool cool uh, speaking of like meetups 
Are you attending the upcoming one in Idaho? That is, oh, is it the Northwest? I, I, apologies, I don't know. The yeah, official. Northwest. Northwest wet shaving meetup? Yep. We will be there. You, you're going to be there, Nate? No, but I just oh, okay. knew the, the name. Yeah. <laughs> I know I, yeah. I will not be at that one, unfortunately, but it does sound awesome. Because we know, like, we know Bilou from the Canadian Mafia will be there. A lot of the Canadians are going to be there. Yep. Um, no, it sounds fun, but no, I will not be there, unfortunately. Yes, yeah, so we, we will be there, and uh, we will be actually uh, debuting a new fragrance there. New, Let's new, go. new soap Ooh. slash and fragrance, yep. Is this the, uh, will this be like the fall offering from you guys? This will be uh, a fall offering. It, it's actually um, <laughs> the exciting thing about it. Uh, so, um, we, we do have names for our collections and, you know, we're kind of filling them out, um, you know, as, as we go along. So we've only had one there and the, the one that we just released bluegrass muse, um, you know, was the first in that collection, but okay. we have, um, the origin series, which everyone should know from Musashi. That was mm -hmm. the first release in that series. So this is actually the second release in the origin series. Oh, um, cool that's developed around a single uh, heart note. And then um, it's supposed to, you know, the surrounding notes um, are either taken from that region or um, meant to give you the impression of that region. So it's actually, it's actually gonna be coffee. Ooh. I was about so, to ask you, I was gonna ask you if you could tease like what the, what the heart note is, but it coffee. Is. It's gonna okay. be coffee and uh, we're talking about origin series the birthplace of of coffee um is uh some of the coffee lovers out there will know it as sadamo um which is in ethiopia or um actually now it's called sadama so it's called sadama okay. yep very awesome i'm intrigued awesome. you have my attention yeah much darker it, it, for those of us for those of you that uh, have been looking for a, a darker offering from us there you go <laughs> I, well, I I feel like someone asked that. <laughs> I feel yeah. like you you already answered a question from one of the, yeah. one of the listeners. So, all right, very nice. I'm intrigued because it is tough. I mean, those coffee, coffee scents are tough. But I know I know it's not just a coffee scent with. with, with no, it's not just coffee. There's a bunch of there's a bunch <laughs> of notes in there that that will. will uh, be I've been wearing it quite a quite a bit. We actually uh, just actually uh, got it uh, on. Thursday, so it was just delivered on Thursday. So super the, the final, the finalized version that's going to go in the, all the various products. Yep, yep. Oh, that's the raw that's, oil. Mm -hmm. That's very exciting. Uh, so I, I will bring this up too. I don't do this with all artisans, but I have told Chris that whenever he comes out with a release, just send it my way. Just do it. Just send it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just pay. Just send the bill. I'll pay it because yeah, I mean. If you have not tried Gentleman's Nod, just just do it. You are missing out. Just do it. And you can't say that with a lot of artisans. There's probably a handful of artisans where it's like, it's kind of a locked in. It's good. Just get it. Um, and Chris is one of them. It's, it, Chris is an auto buy for you then. Yeah. What, what oh, you're saying. Yes. And I truly think the only one. I mean, maybe it's high praise, more, Chris. But, it's what, but, why we know. have him? That's why we have him here today. Yes. <laughs> well, that's actually one of the pieces of feedback that came from me from a newer reviewer in the community, and I was like, "Yeah, I haven't heard that. That's that's really great, but I haven't I, I haven't heard that." So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I I'm not a. Unfortunately, it's I mean, whether it's time or or what, because I mean, for the most part, I I do have some part time help, but I'm pretty much a you know it's just me um so i don't have as much time as i'd like to be really fully participate in a lot of the um communities out there so you know i i don't really hear a lot of that um so you know when i do hear something like that it's 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 really awesome to hear it it truly is humbling yeah if you're looking for a cool place to hang out with traditional shaving enthusiasts Come on down to the Lather Talk Discord. Share your shave of the days, mail calls, or talk about your favorite hardware or software, and just about everything in between. Once again, that's Lather Talk Discord. Check out the link below.
kind of following that note, Chris, is Gentleman's Nod, is this a full-time endeavor to you, or is it, or, or is there another, like, day, day job kind of thing in addition to Gentleman's Nod? So my, my first step was um, I, I, when we launched this, I actually, um, not too, I guess it's, I guess it was, I don't know, maybe six months to a year in, um, I did um, go to a part-time job. Um, mm -hmm. I was actually bartending um, basically just Friday, Saturday nights. Mm. Um, and then, um, I would say it's been, oh, at least a year, maybe more now that I, that I stopped doing that as well. So yes, it's, okay. it's, it's full time now. Yeah. Okay. Kudos to you. I know, I know that's tough, especially like being your, being your own boss. I, and you just mentioned, you know, you have some, you have some help, but for the most, you know, for the most part, it's, all you know whatever time i'm sure you have is going into gentlemen's not work and i mean and you really never stop working you know in a lot of ways here <laughs> on, on social media you're you know at home yep. uh working on um you know whether it's design stuff or whatever it is uh i mean it, it you know i mean anyone who has their own business probably knows that it you know you can you can keep going you kind of have to set boundaries and shut things off at some point but yeah for sure but no it's been a huge blessing uh we've finally moved out of my basement about a year and a half ago um and you know got uh our own so we have a location that we have now um just the lab it's basically three different rooms. It's kind of a, a big utility room used mm. for storage and other things. And then like a pack and ship room. And um, then the, the lab room where I make everything, which is huge because now my house doesn't smell like fragrance all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I would imagine too, as you mentioned, like boundaries, especially when you are your own boss, it's it can be hard to set, but like having that separate, separate space I'm sure it, right, it helps kind of keeping those boundaries, leaving work at work Huge. and then Huge. family life, you know, it's family time. Yeah. It's like 20, 20 minutes or so away. I don't, I don't necessarily like driving there now, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, huge positive to not, not have the business in the house. Absolutely. Okay. So, so, but that being said, ha have you ever woken up in the middle of the night with a fragrance idea and like in a cold sweat, like <gasps> and had to like quickly jot it down. Like has stuff like that happened to you since it's kind of, it's kind of always on your brain. That's, that's really funny. Is that, is that a real question? That, that <laughs> yes. Okay. Does that, does that describe something that happened or? <laughs> I mean, when hasn't it happened? It always, all right. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't like when I was, when I was developing Musashi. Um, so just so you know, I'm not a perfumer. Um, I do work with uh, one of the top perfume houses in the world, Mon, to create our fragrances. I'm the designer, um, okay. so I design the fragrances, but they execute it, um, and they're ridiculously good at what they do. Um, but um, yeah, no, I, I mean, when I was developing Musashi, I, I would, I mean, I always have a notepad by my bed at night, but I mean, I would wake up with, you know, this fragrance note and in that fragrance note and mm -hmm. you know um you know oddly enough too like when i'm at church a lot of times you know i'll be in the middle of like worship singing and i'm i'm like gonna pull out a pen and like <laughs> like oh yeah no i don't i don't leave but i i, I yeah. i'm taking notes yeah fully paying attention <laughs> he runs out the door in the middle of the <laughs> church <laughs> Uh, I mean, so yeah, all, divine all, all inspiration, Chris. Divine yeah, inspiration. All the time. <laughs> okay, that's what you guys. Is that a real question? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, no, <laughs> that's totally... that. That describes my brain perfectly. Okay. You know, I I vividly remember back to when I was um, new in the wet shaving community, and you know, it's it's honestly it's changed my life um, mm. because when um, I was in grad school when I first started um kind of in in into the wet shaving community and um you know it it really changed everything on the way i looked at um personal care and um just 
doing things excellently and enjoying mundane tasks in life. And, um, and from literally from that moment on, like, you know, I, I was, you know, as, as you guys probably remember too, like back to when you were new in the community, I mean, I, I went, you know, deep down the rabbit hole and <laughs> uh, yeah. became a collector of a number of different things. And, um, but, you know, I, I really continued on that path and went into uh, management in the wet shaving uh, world. Um, I worked for the art of shaving, um, got into actually um, a lot of multi-store management duties, you know, traveled around and trained people and hired people for the art of shaving. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it never really stopped because then I put a soap lab in my basement and started making soap. So <laughs> and here we are. So like, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, I'm, I'm still, you know, I, I, in some senses, I'm probably not necessarily as passionate about collecting things as I was, but I, I've never mm. lost my passion for the industry and um, for, I, I'm a creative at heart too. So it's, it's definitely a massive creative outlet for me, whether it's, um, sure. Uh, formulating new products, whether it's fragrances, you know, whatever it is, it's um, that's massively um, satisfying and fulfilling to me. Mm. And it drives me. That's awesome. Very are cool. there from your time at Art of Shaving? And I, I feel like <laughs> there are there are stories for anyone that's worked retail. Are there any and any <laughs> past stories? Whether you could it could be an a nightmare story or a, a very interesting interaction anything from those days that you could share with us on the podcast uh so i don't know so working you know i mean it's probably good i'm not working there anymore but um <laughs> well plus they only have two stores now but uh um, right right so uh you know a couple of interesting stories so i mean we were we would get so bored um at um our store in Omaha. Um, and you know, in the middle of winter, you got like a snowstorm happening and you're in, we were in an outdoor mall in Omaha, like in the oh. middle of the snowstorm. So oh. it was like nothing. <laughs> and like, he <laughs> would make like ridiculous videos. We'd, we'd put all the like powered razors on, on, in every single stand and, and just watch <laughs> them like go around in circles and like take videos of like this. And it's just like, just dumb stuff like that. Uh, I mean, just trying to entertain ourselves when absolutely nobody was coming into the store. Um, so, and other things, I did get some cool experiences with the company as well. Uh, I went to Sundance Film Festival to oh. uh, represent oh. the brand in a like celebrity gifting um, mm -hmm. uh, capacity. So that that was kind of cool. We got to, I mean, got to meet some, you know some of the stars yeah um, some of them are cool some of them are not so much um but you know still a cool experience nonetheless so well, some inter there are interesting pictures of me out there with like like i mean actually some pretty big name stars um so <laughs> who, who is the coolest one though positive um we'll, we'll accentuate the positive here <laughs> so Vigo Mortensen was actually a really awesome guy. Um, oh, that's great. Dude. I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Aragorn. Super cool guy. Um, <laughs> and, and it's really interesting because so exactly what you would think. Um, very humble and soft-spoken in real life. Mm. Um, Kevin Sorbo, who played uh, Hercules. <laughs> yes. He's actually really cool, Funny. too. Um, you know, uh, but also, I mean, I took pictures with Katie Couric, um, oh. yeah, that one was on like their Instagram. I mean, it's uh, still on their Instagram, I think. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, nice. that, that, it's that, some interesting pictures. That's a cool yeah. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like there's, there's playing with the electric razor, or not? Sorry, the <laughs> the powered razors powered at the razor. store, sure. a snowstorm, and then going to Sundance. So <laughs> like that's those are those are definitely. Yeah, nice. Yeah, the yeah. ups and the downs. So sure. yeah. thank you. Thank you for I mean, sharing. the other wasn't such a downer. I mean, it was, yeah, like, it was how funny. are we going to keep each other? I mean, like, yeah. you know, how are we going to stay busy and like, you know, not go crazy right now?
sitting in there for eight hours when nobody comes in. <laughs> I was just thinking that with that visual, it's like that some, something like that would be popular on like TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> going back, we, right? Going back to social media platforms. Uh, yeah, I, I think the other the guy who filmed it put some like really silly like carnival music with it too. <laughs> So Chris, I ha- why don't we pivot to some listener questions? Not too many. We have a question from our Discord, Engineered Shave. Uh, he asks, what was, what was your inspiration for Musashi? So for Musashi, I mean, I, I kind of alluded to a little bit of it, uh, kind of the process um, earlier. But um, I was always intrigued by, I, I read the, I guess it's, it's really more of a novel um, by uh, Yuji Yoshikawa, um, the novel Musashi. It's part um, biography, part um, novel, um, but you know, just by the character himself, um, his his life, um, the way he looked at life in general, um, a lot of the experiences that he had, just very intriguing to me um mm-hmm. and so uh i always knew that i wanted to do a fragrance um that you know kind of um whether it's personified musashi or gave homage to musashi i, I kind of always knew that i wanted to um so you know obviously with that uh we're we're going to japan and we're um trying to find uh, a fragrance that, um, you know, kind of fit. And I, I really paired that with um, my love for the fragrance of jasmine tea. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not sure if, uh, you know, any of the listeners remember when they used to have those, um, I'm trying to, was it Tivana? Um, oh, in the mall? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, they would bring out this big old tin and they would like waft the tea in your face and it would, you just get like smacked with this wall of fragrance, uh, which was really awesome. <laughs> so, and uh, jasmine tea like is always a, a fragrance I've really um, just loved. And so I knew um, when I wanted to do Musashi that that was going to be like the... Um, uh, one note that we kind of developed a fragrance around. Um, and then, you know, the concept of the origin series, bringing in different elements from uh, that region or just um, fragrances that, you know, evoked um, imagery from Japan in general. Um, you know, yuzu is a, kind of a no-brainer. Um, you know, unique citrus, um, bitter sort of citrus from uh, Japan. Um, the yellow mandarin in there. Um, always love nashi pears, and you've got some of the like tartness and bitterness from yuzu. You're gonna definitely need some sweetness in there to round that out. So mm-hmm. um, that na- nashi pear is incredibly sweet. Um, if you're not familiar with the, the kind of large Asian pear, um, it's, it's like brownish um, in color, uh, brownish skin. So um, just kind of, and, and um, like I said, that was one that kept me up at night. I mean, I would, I, I don't know how many times I woke up in the middle of the night with different uh, fragrance notes and just, yes, we need this, we need this. And that one is fairly unique in the sense that um, when I gave the brief, uh, which is kind of the description and how we get the ball rolling on a, a fragrance with, uh, as a designer, giving it to the perfumers at on. Um, I, I literally gave them basically every scent note, um, oh, and wow. that's not normal for them apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, it's not that like you know yeah, I, yeah. I want to give them lots of creative liberty because they're way better at this than I am. But um, I, I was I, I I knew what that fragrance in a lot of ways smelled like before I ever even smelled it. Um, so you know I. I don't know that I can say that really about any of our other fragrances that that one was mm. sort of completed before it started. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you 
hit i mean for all the work you put into it like you you hit it out of the park i mean the last year it was sent to the year for most people and it's still i mean i know this was supposed to be a limited thing like it was supposed to be like a one run thing but people liked it so much that you kind of had to bring it back yeah, and so, it sold out again. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but it's oh sold no, out again. I did. I so, did not know that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like, yeah. and um, actually, particularly in the Asian market, which is really interesting. But um, but uh, I, yeah, yeah. I I was like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, I was literally forced to. I I actually I actually was going to let that fragrance run out until next spring. I was going to bring it back, but I. I, I should get it on Monday actually because I there's uh, like five different wholesalers that were asking for it and I was like I I guess I just shouldn't let this run out. <laughs> so, yeah. Not was... to give away too many secrets too, but there there is a flanker that's really far into development. Okay. Really far, like it's moved along for, or like it's far away in the timeline. No, there's a flanker that's almost totally complete. Oh, hell, All right, let's well, go. Let's take let's my buddy now. No, yeah. But it's funny, Chris, that, you know, you are sold out, but I did not know that until, uh, so Marcus and Sarah from the Barbershop Duet, they messaged me, or they messaged BBS Live, and they it was something about, I was like, you have to get Musashi. Like you've tried Gentle Masad and you haven't tried Musashi. And they're like, we would, but it's sold out. I was like, what? <laughs> no, he brought it back. You should have it. And no, yeah. go everywhere. No. It's sold out. Yeah. I mean, we've, yeah, we've, we've gone through so much of that oil. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome though. That's so cool. I'm quite pleased to hear that it's doing so well in the Asian market because I, I do think you knocked it out. I mean, for for those who don't know, that was my favorite scent. That that was my scent of the year for 2022, yeah. Musashi. Same and here. I do I I do think there's something it hits really close to home or like something like primal. Uh, and and I feel like it's it's a cultural kind of thing that that you're able you're able to capture with that one. So that yeah. I think that further confirms it's it. It's as, it's as close to a perfect scent as you can get. I mean, I know that's biased because no <laughs> scent is technically perfect, but if there is a perfect scent, that is it. So we stick with, uh, we stick with tea, um, but it's very different. Um, okay. There'll be similarities, but it's, well, it's noticeably different. If yeah. there is a tea, if there's a tea element involved, again, just send it my way. <laughs> also fragrance related got one for you another question this is this comes from instagram at dc poquita will the bluegrass muse edp get a standalone release in europe standalone release I'm not D sure i completely understand that uh is the fragrance available in europe it is but um only through one vendor um and the um they don't necessarily order a lot of a time, particularly of the, of the fragrances. So I know when, when we do send fragrances over there, they yeah. tend to go really fast. Um, oh. So um, the, the owner of that uh, company has actually re reached out to me um, in the last few days and they're wanting to place another order. Um, but I'll, I mean, I can, I can bring that up as well that, um, there are re definitely requests for that fragrance over there as well. Of course, he's asking for Musashi again, too. So, Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta. Uh, yeah. would, should we uh, ask the listener to maybe contact said vendor? Because I, I know, obviously, you know, if customers yeah, ask for uh, some product. Ant Anticatera shading. Okay. So DC Pukita and anyone else in the, in the EU, please contact Anticatera. I hope I said and that the, right. I I, I always watch that. That's all I knew. So I'm, yeah. Yeah. So cons let let them know. In in general, like you know, you want to see this EDP. You want to see this particular scent that's either like always sold out or whatever. They I know ordering is hard on the vendor side too. So I think in general, and people in the US can do this too. Like let your vendor, your preferred vendor, know 
what you like and in general that helps them order stuff so it comes in stock for yeah. sure one more question for you chris from the listeners this one comes also from instagram at vintage head shaver when will you make a great aquatic scent i think i know that guy isn't his name bob or something like that yeah or ben yeah. bob ben or maybe, or wait, no ken that ken. No. Ken, that's, yes yeah. yes when we set out to make calabria um that was kind of the that was kind of my idea with Calabria. However, you know, certain things happened during the, um, the fragrance creation process. Um, we, um, if you, you know, we submit the brief and get a, a number of submissions back and kind of go through those, wear those and, um, decide, uh, you know, which, uh, particular submission we want to move forward with. And, um, you know, once, once that decision is made, then, um, we usually provide feedback in terms of, um, how we want to adapt or work on that particular submission. And, um, so there's, there's a process that goes along with that. And, um, this was actually, I mean, you know, it's, it's definitely a, it gives you the, somewhat of the vibe of an aquatic without necessarily having like, um, I guess, uh, specific aquatic or watery notes, if that makes sense at all. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the vibe mm -hmm. we're going yep. for. Um, however, in that process, um, the, we, we had the, the spice element, the ginger, um, in in that fragrance and um as a as a standalone it kind of needed um something else so um i suggested the cardamom um in that which you know brought in yet again another spice element um but really really rounded that fragrance out and um mm -hmm. i think you know made it something pretty special um but due to the spice elements of that maybe probably pulled it even further away from a more true aquatic. Mm -hmm. um, and yep. um, so I wouldn't say that was necessarily my intention. Um, however, it made the fragrance better. Um, so um, it's just kind of, um, you know, um, some of the things that happened in the process of fragrance development in general. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I do still, I mean, I, I love aquatics and, um, you know, I'm not opposed to doing that. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not ruling that out, um, that we won't attempt that again. And, you know, if we do, um, you know, I may, um, you know, part of the, the fragrance creation process too, is allowing the perfumers to have some you know, more license and liberty, like in Musashi, there was probably less, but, um, and in, and in doing that, sometimes you, um, it's, it's almost kind of like going with the flow a little bit, like I said, because they're so much better at, um, that process than, you know, me as, as a designer, I may have an idea of what I want, but they, um, kind of move things in a direction that, um, maybe I wasn't intending, but I may actually like it more. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, sometimes it's, um, it, there's, there's give and take and, um, the, the fragrance creation process sometimes takes on a life of its own, so to speak. Sure, uh, sure. So it's, um, yeah. you know, so things like that happen as well. And that I would say to some extent, um, that may have happened a little bit with, um, Calabria. I, I love what we came up with, um, um, but it, it wasn't necessarily exactly what I had in mind at the beginning, but I, I think in a lot of ways it's probably better. Um, so, you know, um, yeah. I had no yeah. idea we were going to get like an in-depth look at Calabria with that question. Yeah. That, that, was, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You, I mean, you, you can, as a, as a de designer, you can, I mean, you certainly can, you know, put your foot down and say, okay, now we got to mm -hmm. start over. Let's, let's just completely start over. We're going this direction. But, um, 
when you find something that you you really like it's you know i don't want to just you know shut the door on that and be like you know no this is not what i'm trying to do at all um when it's fantastic so it's like um you know i'd rather help develop that rather than be like no this is what we're doing we're you know i mean so yeah yeah, I'm sure it's very hard to strike that balance. And, and like you said, with Musashi, you already had a very clear picture of, of where the direction you wanted versus kind of the broad strokes, right? Like you said, give them, give the professionals yeah. some like wiggle room, um, yeah. creative yeah. license and whatnot. But I mean, you know, like we we've seen with in both cases, very good end result. For sure. Yep. Awesome. Well, well thanks. Chris, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I don't think Chris could have a bad result. <laughs> bad result. I'm, I'm sorry. This is this is the uh, not Chris, but like the, other if other people were in his shoes, right? Sometimes, like, when do you yeah, know to like put your true. foot down? Kind of what Chris was alluding to, like, put yeah. your foot down versus you're like, this is not what I asked for, but I don't it's, mind. Like, I don't mind it. It has ha- it has happened. Uh, yeah. It's happened once, um, and you know, um, we just weren't getting anywhere and i I basically had to say we we've got to completely start over with this um Mm. and um and we actually um started over with a different perfumer um and and it wasn't anything about uh you know wrong with necessarily that perfumer because they're fantastic and um it just maybe you know some things got lost in creation or you know in translation and just couldn't um Mm come together on something, but, um, you know, um, and, and giving the brief to, um, somebody else, we actually have a finished product for that fragrance is coming out, uh, next summer and it's like phenomenal. So it's, 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 I mean, it's a creative process on both sides and that, you know, I, I think, you know, in, in a lot of cases, um, you know, things, um, it, it's, it's an art form and, you know, from, my perspective and you know on their side as well and um you know if if communication isn't working or something's not working sometimes you gotta start over so it it happens yeah that would that would be so hard to have a scent that you know is ready and you have to wait a year to release it (laughs) but i but i get there's probably so many sense that chris has locked down that it's just like yep this is gonna be the fall release this is gonna be the winter release this is gonna be the you know spring summer probably maybe not i'm just assuming but the fact that you already have a scent that's down it's done that you have to wait a year to do that would be so hard for me to do i would be like no get it out let's let's just go next uh Next winter's fragrance is already done. Winter 2024? Yeah. Jesus. I, I was going to kind of similar to Nate. I was going to ask, how far do you have the road, like the roadmap to going like to winter 2024 or be, does it go no, further than nothing, that? There's nothing beyond that. Um, you know, and I mean, that's still pretty good. 20, 2024 <laughs> in general isn't completed. Um, okay as of yet um but that one's completed the summer one's completed um so it's you know just um you know um but you you kind of have to get ahead of these things and like work on them quite a bit in advance because the the process itself could take um you know multiple you know three four months and then ordering takes another month um you know and then if there's any delays in there and and then you got design and labels and all that kind of stuff too. Mm. So, so Chris, did for this is something that we never even talked about with Bluegrass Muse. But did we kind of when we threw out the idea to you, what, did that kind of like throw out a roadblock or like did we get bumped up in line? Like, did you have other no, plans? No, so there's like of- um, you know, there's. Um, I mean, if, if I wanted to, if I wanted to try to work on a fragrance for release in like February, like I, I could do that right now if I, okay. if I wanted to, um, okay. but yeah. And, and 
to, to some extent too, it's a, it's a matter of what do I have the, as an artisan, you know, as a, in a business owner, what do I have the bandwidth to, to do in any given year? I mean, um, I, yeah. th I thought it was fairly aggressive this year. We ended up actually dropping a release this year. Um, just because I thought we were trying to do too much too fast. And so, yeah. So I, I do have a question just based off of the fragrance element. When you started Gentleman's Nod, did you start out with Mon or was that like, did you try to do your own fragrance? Was it a blend? Because I, I, so I, I, I did, I did all of our original fragrance. Original. Okay. So your flags, so like yeah. Ernest and Jackie, which first, first of all, yeah, I keep on so, saying this. Jackie is so underrated. <laughs> Get yourself a Jackie. I love that yeah. scent so much. I have the beard balm, and I want to get this because I finished it. I actually have the aftershave still, but I finished the soap. I love that scent so much. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. I'm cutting you off. So I I uh, I created all those in the beginning, and what you see is um, George, Ernest, Jackie, Vincent, Johnny. Now um, we're actually done by Mont. So, okay. Okay. um, I, I sent them samples of my, my oil that I put together, which were, it, it was, um, you know, it was my attempt at perfumery, but, um, you know, and I said, <laughs> I said, help me please. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I'm embarrassed to, uh, send these to you and then I, I even sent them the the formulas like what percentage of each like different oil was in them and I was just like oh like like don't look at my face right now <laughs> well no but it's it's uh, okay so now that so, that, so they that, they took the they took those and um basically kept the essence of them but made them better if that makes sense yeah yeah but that that does make sense because Bilu from the Canadian Mafia show, he had the original Ernest, was it? Yeah. And he, I think it was, and he said he picked up more mango, was yeah, it? Yeah, the, the mango one. Then, then, because I have, this had to be the the one that I have, is the Mon uh, fragrance. But, um, so, did- The original that... was sweeter. There's actually a note in the original that's not in um, uh, the, the current Ernest, which is Kumquat. Which is a sweet oh. um, citrus, um, very unique citrus. They're like yeah. almost yeah. like yeah. like oblong grapes, kind of size wise. Okay. Um, and yeah. Anyway. So, what, did did your whole concept change once you collaborated with George Zaharoff, and then you got his fragrance, and and then you're like, well, and is that when Mon came? became a thing or was that before so, so he yeah he did he did introduce me to them okay so okay. i did a um i did an event uh with george where we kind of introduced um a few products for him like aftershave balm and beard oil um at a um i don't know if you're familiar with scent explorer mm -hmm. uh, but it's yeah. kind of a niche uh, perfume event uh in new york city uh, so I went and, you know, brought our products and kind of helped George out there. Um, and that was, um, in 2019 hmm. and, um, Mon was actually there. They kind of, um, they were part of the event as well. They were, uh, in the same room as we were. And, um, so I, I got introduced to them through him for sure. And, awesome. and then once, um, you know, once they, uh, agreed to work with us. Yeah. I mean, I, there's definitely a shift in, you know, okay, we're going to let fragrance lead the way, not, not in the sense that we're going to stop focusing on the, the shaving industry at all, but, um, we're going to do our best to come up with the, the best original fragrances we can and, you know, filter those through, our products as well as um, enter into kind of the, the the fragrance world as well. For sure, because you could you could tell the you could tell the shift 
starting with when you when you uh collaborated with george and then once musashi came out it was like uh, it, it i i can tell when 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 you message us saying that musashi we would ask you how how's bluegrass news sales compared to musashi it's like it, you know they're good but they're not they're not close i mean so you, you could tell <laughs> nothing nothing has been close to musashi at this point um so wow okay which is which is interesting because I, I i don't know i mean i i hate to like you know rank our own fragrances or anything like that but um you know i musashi will always have a special place in my heart but i don't i don't from a purely fragrance perspective i don't i wouldn't necessarily say that it's our um best work in that sense i don't know hmm. okay is, is there uh like do you have like a short list of candidates which you you, you would put uh, in front of you know, it's, it's so, <laughs> they're your children you know, i know it's like your children extent, it's like rank so your children sub, it's also so subjective too like right um, right you know like it might be you know a, a fragrance i particularly love i i really love the the new one that's Sadama that's coming out it's it's really different from anything we've ever done and it's different mm -hmm. from most things I've ever smelled before um, but um, you know I uh, I also you know I still absolutely adore Juniper Reverie um, yeah you know I, I felt it was pretty you know unique as well just because it's a it's a fresher fragrance that has a a sweet element in the cognac which almost comes across as um because you know cognac is fermented from grapes you know it almost has like a, a touch of sweetness like a white grape coming across but then um because of the 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 frankincense and mirror there's like almost a, a smoky element that comes into a fresh fragrance which is like not that common um and so I, I you know that that one still gets me and that that one hits mm -hmm. differently than some of our other fragrances you talk about things uh, being um blended so where you um can't necessarily pick out one note um you talk about there's some fragrances that have um massive transitions from open to mid to base mm -hmm. um Misashi yep. is actually one of those um if you're talking about the the um parfum but um something like juniper reverie is different in there there are transitions a little bit but it's it's almost like when you smell um juniper reverie it's that's part of the name where we get you know the reverie aspect but it's like you almost smell something different every time you smell it um it's like mm. there's there's layers to it and you can smell different layers like um every time you smell it, it there's less transition but there's just layers there yeah it's hard to describe but we probably don't have time to dive into this but I, but I feel like your background you know with the bartending and and um in general like i remember you always shared mixed drinks and stuff cook and like have drinks cooking all that stuff that is very simple you know you can't help but draw the yep. parallels with fragrancing. I feel like that's Big maybe time. more, right? That's like serves as a lot, a lot of your inspirations, like spirits and liquor. Um, and then how it mixes, how it blends together. Like that's. And I was trained, um, you know, my, my secondary training as a uh, craft cocktail bartender out here in Omaha was, you know, by honestly, some of the best in the industry, certainly the best here, but um, there you go. You know, and that, that's one of the biggest, you know, I mean, Obviously, a, a cocktail has to, you know, taste good. But um, the the nose is actually, you know, really important too, and and something that um, you can you can usually tell the difference between a, um, you know, really high quality cocktail, something that, um, you know, somebody that knows what they're doing has has put together versus somebody um, that's, you know just been told or given a, a menu and, and, you know, you got to put this, 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 and this in there. Um, smelling a cocktail will, will kind of show you that difference, highlight that difference. Let's, let's bring this thing, uh, wind down. I have so many more questions. Like, but like I said, we'd love to have you back on Chris, if you're up for it. 
And absolutely, you uh, might need a part two, John. For yeah, sure. Like this yeah. is like a part. I, I don't. Guy, I can just keep going. <laughs> obviously, yeah. Actually, we probably should. And you can. I like, haven't. Hey, hey, I I haven't even. I'm a massive Cowboys fan, and I haven't even watched the rest. Of, I haven't even watched the rest <laughs> of the game today. Like I. Oh. I, you think, you think I've been like going from one thing to the next, like today, and I haven't even watched the rest. I mean, where where it is right now? Like I've been pausing and stuff. How are you a Cowboys fan from the places you've lived? <laughs> so okay, here it is. Okay. So okay. Uh, Southern California, yeah. there there was a certain quarterback that played at UCLA. This dates me. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not a sports guy at all. So <laughs> like, his, his, his first name is Troy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What the hell? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Troy. Yeah. yeah so I, I've yeah. literally been a Cowboys fan since Troy Aikman was drafted. So you know, you know 19, they were, 1989, and you I. Know you don't so I've been. Say you're a Cowboys you fan. and your, you and your Car Noir. I've been to the Super Bowl live. Oh. Uh, sat on the 50 yard line, watched the Cowboys beat up on the Bills 52 to 17. I was at Super God. Bowl 27. Oh. Isn't that the one where, uh, like, I mean, people remember the Bills getting crushed, but everyone remembers the Bills wide receiver running down <laughs> Leon Lett. Yes. Leon Lett. And yes. before he gets into the end zone. Yes, I was and there. Wasn't it, it was a touchback. Yeah. Like that's what everyone remembers because it was such a blowout. Like what a yeah. terrible super. I mean, not for Cowboys fans, but. <laughs> for Chris, and good day. <laughs> Michael Jackson was the halftime show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that is yeah, right. That oh, was like wow. the first, the first yeah. like big one, right? Yeah, because they always I, did like Mickey Mouse crap. Like before, yeah, they were they were losing too. It became the norm to tune out during the halftime show. Yeah, so they, they tap. Yeah, I I, it was, <laughs> I think he was like the first, or he was like the second superstar. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think you're right, Nate. I, I, yeah. that, that part now more for the my love of music. <laughs> Let's so. And also, yeah. I also went to um, Texas Stadium uh, when it still existed. Um, watched uh, Troy Emmett and Michael Irvin be inducted into the Ring of Honor. Um, that's pretty you know in old texas stadium so i yeah i've been a pretty diehard cowboys fan for many many years it's been rough okay. for a little while <laughs> all right yeah yeah i think they played minnesota once last year too it was i think it was yeah a good they game, did right they, they looked, they wasn't it a good game nate no <laughs> i i always have the 09 playoffs in my heart because they crushed the cowboys with Favre. And that's what I have. And everyone was picking the Cowboys to win, and they got crushed. So I have that. <laughs> Give me that. All right. So, Chris, as we are winding down, and we've tried to do so a few times, I uh, want to thank you so much for so I want to thank you so much for all your time. Nate, also, thank you for your time and uh, filling in for today. It's, it's been a blast. But to, uh, to end on the positive note, uh, I'd like to throw this question out. And, and Nate, if you want to tackle it too, you, you can. But for Chris, uh, what are three things you're grateful for? Oh man, um, mm. I, I I am grateful for. Uh, I mean, I'm a religious man. I'm I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful for um, my wife, um, who's the probably the biggest blessing in my life. Um, and you know, just to keep in line with this particular show, I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity to do. Um, you know, for a living, uh, what I love to do. I mean, I, I, I can't beat that. What, what am I supposed to say now? No, I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, family, like my son, he just turned two. I mean, and my oh. wife, like, but Happy my son, birthday. like when you, when you start having kids, it's like, they become a priority, you know, um, the community. I love this community. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of people that come into the community and they leave, but I don't think I could ever be that person. Like, I don't know. I just, I love it so much. And I'm thankful for this. <laughs> that specific bottle or I, he's holding up his Knob Creek 12 it, for audio. No, listeners. In general, in general, just, just bourbon. Just okay. whiskey. Love a bourbon. I mean, it's, it's, I like it. 
you know. So I'm you thankful do. for that. You do. <laughs> awesome. Well, excellent answers, both of you. Uh, again, Nate, thank you for uh, coming on to the show today. And Chris, thank you for being yeah. our featured guest. It was uh, so much fun getting to know more about you, about Gentleman's Nod. And for sure, um, there's so many more questions and topics there. that we could go on. So we'd love to have you back maybe uh, in, in, in a few months if you're up for it. Thank you so much. Definitely uh, appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Chris. All right. Thank you so much, Chris and, and Nate. And God. listeners, thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for your time and checking out this episode. Uh, you can find all the socials for Nate, for Chris, for Gentleman's Nod in the show notes or the video description, whichever version you are watching or listening to. And yeah, we appreciate you guys tuning in and hope to catch you next episode. So we'll see you then. Take care. Bye. Peace.